Hello everyone, how are you? It's Thane Kirby, Sophia Mantel till late. I'm saying about 10.30 tonight. Uh, Sophia, welcome to the show. Are you doing well? Oh, thanks Thane. Yes, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? You seem a bit tired. Had a couple of beers at um, dinner time and now I'm kind of like feeling a little bit, yeah, not so on top of the world. I did, but I'm going to top them up with another two, I think. So that's kind of what I'm going to do. Some little uh, scorched almonds. I've eaten the rest, and a little kombucha. And uh, I mean, well, I didn't light a fire tonight because I last night after the show, because I had the door closed um, and the fire on. I was like, and I had a massive headache. <laughs> wow! Can you do that again? That was incredible. Just that, fabulous. Okay. That's what Lola said I look like um, today when she wakes me up in the middle of the night to tell me that uh, she's scared or something and wants to sleep with me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, low cool. energy. That's how I'm feeling. But um, I'm going to try and get my uh, act together. I, uh, I'm enjoying your comments coming in early. Here we go. Kia ora, Adam. Hi, Adam. How was the explosion last night? Adam has got a newborn, his third child, who's just come home, and he had to uh, go and change a, a poo explosion, which, for any parents in the room, will know that happens often with newborns. Interesting. Now, I'm going to go off and do some admin. I want to bring it this time. Uh, Benny Mack, our fact checker, to the show. Uh, Benny, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Do you hear me? Over and out. We got you. Got you. Loud yeah, and clear. Beautiful. Yep, I'm doing good. Of course, yes, I am the fact checker. It says it down here in the thing. Sophia, how you yeah. doing over there? Good. That's the one. Oh, good. Well, it's been a freaking magical show uh, so this far? whole week, all last week. Mm. It feels like it's been going on for Ever. weeks and weeks, and it has been going on for a couple of weeks now. And um, Two weeks, guys. I, I mean, that was pretty hectic last uh Last night, it was pretty hectic. Wayne Anderson, singer of songs, Kiwi legend, icon, uh, sex icon, uh, to some. Not, not to me. I don't yeah. really. I'm not actually sort of overly sort of attracted to him or his really? sexuality in that way. But I like his personality. His performance is great. But I, wasn't I wasn't really. Uh, wasn't he comfortable sitting there like this? Yeah, he just sort of was quite, it's quite an open sort of, as far as like body language reading, that sort of things. We ran sort of, basically we took seven of uh, Wayne Anderson's key character traits. We ran those through the AI algorithm fact checker here, and we got some really interesting stuff back. Uh, In fact, uh, I don't know if I've released this, but today we actually... Remember, we we had Brooke Howard Smith on. I'm just reminiscing, you know. Um, Brooke Howard Smith, great guy. And um, you're on a roll tonight. What are you actually looking for there? Hey, um, skip to the end. Show the photo to everybody um, or the image of your drawing of two Neil from last night. And did yeah, you cool. I was actually going to show my one of Wayne Anderson. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And 
that one's yeah. actually done with a fine um a fine pen you'll see the yeah. uh the distinctive chin that the glasses the vest the, the, oh. the big large oh. collar of course uh the curly what a, hair what a wonderfully generous head of hair you've given him there yeah i mean i tried to create it so that it was slightly thin on top but um yes. i just couldn't really create uh the shine behind that under that sort of hair luke dallow everybody welcome Loki, Loki, Loki. why is yeah. everyone wearing camouflage well i'm going fishing after job? <laughs> you're what i'm gonna go for a little fish I don't blame you, mate. Yeah, I'm running out of food in the fridge, so I've got to get my far now some fish. So here I am in my little hunting gear here. Keep you Stand nice up. and warm. Let me get a good look at you. Stand up. Oh, run. What's on the bottom? Uh, shorts. Fucking <laughs> 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 excellent. Fucking <laughs> 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 excellent. Hello, off the chain, mate. Off the fucking chain. We just got just me on the reef just out here. Got to just paddle out in my. Um, I've got a rubber tire that I just sit on, and I just paddle out with my rubber tire there, and I just yeah. go for a little, chip, uh, little fish at the uh, reef there. Get out of here! No, seriously, no, that's that's a rubber tire that I just. It's like a swan, you know those swan things. Yeah, <laughs> I understand what a tire is. That's not. Just, you are not doing that. That's insane. Why would you wear that top if you're not going fishing? Oh, because there's a lot of swans there too. I'll be taking my shotgun too, so I'll be. It's <laughs> 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 not a very overcast day, so I don't think uh, the thunder and lightning, you know. Well, I completely 100% support that type of behaviour, Mr. Dello. That sounds uh, well within your rights. Well, it's better than going to Western Springs there, Benny Mac. I mean, I got caught there a couple of years ago at uh, duck hunting in opening season. You're the type of guy that would... You know, when you say Western Springs, I get the feeling that you're the type of guy that would take your vehicle out onto the racetrack given the right circumstances, such as an open gate. Oh, yeah. Yep. I can see that. uh, Done that. He's done it. Been there, done that. Let's quickly uh, just show you what's on uh, tonight's show. Uh, we've got uh, we're talking death in lockdown. We've got a guy start, from Davis Funerals on, started. and his yes, name is Nardis. Yep. So, what happens if you do lose someone in lockdown? Uh, so, Dello, make sure you ask all the questions. Uh, Nine forty. Michelle from Henderson. Oh, sorry, Michelle from Henderson. No, Michelle Henderson. Uh, she's the owner of the Stallion Mail Review. These guys are you know, like Men of Steel. It's a Kiwi version. Uh, she's the owner and manager. And she's telling us the you know the backstory of how this all came up. Uh, Ten twenty. Who is a hero? Who is our a hole of the day? And then why don't you call Luke? Why don't you call um, KFC Papakura and see uh, if there's still tents out the front, eh? Because I yeah. hear they are. But I did um, do a little walk by uh, uh, KFC and Ponsby, and it's dead quiet. It's closed. Oh yeah, they're not allowed to be there, and all eyes will be on those conglomerates. All eyes will be peering in to see if someone's gone in early to start preparing the fryer. It won't happen on their watch. I tell you what, there's been a lot of cops around. I just had a PTA meeting with uh, my PTA and out of our like seven or eight people that were on the call, four of us have been pulled over in the last week. So the cops are out in force. Right, are they? Well, there you go. Because that explains what I actually thought, you know, but they'll be chopping up the chickens, getting deliveries in, turning on the fryer. But no. 
There's one place in Kingsland apparently that is open from 12 till 2 and they're doing takeaways. So whilst you're out there fishing, ah, there you go. Whilst I was sitting at Midnight Garden, no one actually, no police came by. They were waving to them as I was uh, doing the gardening. Was Are you excited? Yet? What do you got on tomorrow at Midnight Garden? Oh, I've got nothing on Midnight Garden, but I am pretty excited for the industry that some people can get a coffee, some people can't. I'm going to get my Fatimas. Um, there's a lot happening out there. Homeland down old Peter Gordon, he's got um, stuff happening. But uh, there's a lot of excitement out there. You can actually smell the onions on Pelsby Road just sizzling away. Have you ordered your uh, Fatimas yet? No, I haven't, no. You can order it online and set it up for a pickup. A friend of mine did that today. Oh, really? Yep. But I'm hoping to catch some fish tonight so I can actually do it the next night. So you actually going to go out there and f- fish tonight? Yep. I cannot believe what I'm hearing from you oh. right now. You're going to oh, yeah. sit on a tyre as an adult man <laughs> yeah. and wade out into a Miola reef yep. like and that. catch. So you're talking at midnight tonight. Yeah, at midnight. So I'll be... Probably an hour and a half, I'll be all tucked up back in bed by about two o'clock, I'd say. And uh, I just hope, like last time, the hook got on the tyre and I had to swim back. Oh, God. Oh, man. It started going round and round. And I had to swim back with all these fish on my back. And this, uh, yeah, there you go. Have you got guys? I do, but it's stuck up in Russell. Oh, well, I thought Russell. it was the best thing. So I thought I'd get the um, big tyre around tyre, pumped it up. The the road. Yeah, roll it down the road. We have got um, we've got our special <laughs> guest uh, waiting, standing by, so everybody on their best behaviour. Uh, and also another little thing we're doing tonight, uh, you could text or call, and here's the phone number, 021 I'm oh, getting yeah. a new phone number, so that one can be dedicated to the talkback. So uh, 021-949-555, send us a text of uh, what you're thinking, or if you want to participate in the interview or jump on with some open line talkback, you're most welcome. Okay, uh, we are moving. Oh, God, who's this? How annoying. Talkback, hello. Hi, saying hello. Just listening to the phone line. Yeah, phone line works. Thank you, Luke. Perfect. Okay, okay. Bye. Can I just say, um, Harley is sticking with his theme. Jeffrey Epstein of Auckland has his own private island for fishing. I know, this guy is relentless on you, Delight. Brilliant. All right, let's get to our guest, everybody. <laughs> Nardis, welcome to the show. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. Hey, uh, we've got uh, Luke Dello here, and we've got Sophia Mantel joining us on our little talkback uh, this evening. Um, we're all going to throw in with a question. We're talking like death in lockdown and uh, exactly what goes down behind the scenes and what you can do in level whatever we are for going three. So once you come from the morgue, or where do you pick the bodies up? Actually, before you start there, am I pronounce your name like TARDIS as a NARDIS, or is there a different way to spell your, uh, pronounce your name? <laughs> it's funny, it's actually, that comes up quite often. So there's a, the traditional way to pronounce it as NARDIS, but Nardis. it's here in New Zealand that won't work, so NARDIS is perfectly fine. NARDIS. Yeah. Oh, sorry, carry on. 
Fantastic. Um, um, I suppose first things first, we don't we don't pick anybody up. We transfer them into our care, mm-hmm. um, and you know sometimes it's from residents, sometimes it's from hospitals, sometimes it's from uh, the coroner. It could be from uh, retirement villages, aged care facilities. It really, really is quite varied. Right. Okay. And and from there, is it just business as usual? Uh, can people swing by and dress the person, or is it pretty hands off at the moment? Um, well, I'll talk to level four first because mm. under level four, initially it was completely hands off, um, no mm. viewings allowed, um, definitely no touching of the deceased. So um, yeah, it's been it's been quite a an interesting time trying to deal with families not actually being able to sit with them and discuss um, everything via video call or over the phone so quite challenging in that regard and obviously um, very challenging for families trying to farewell a loved one and mm-hmm. being unable to actually physically see them and um, the regulations that change through before we're allowed to do viewings but again very very strict regulations around it having to have been for the deceased initially and then they did allow in um, people to come through but it only allowed in your bubble and uh, small groups only um, 10 or less at a time and very very limited time to view can't be going longer than an hour and we had to make sure that people didn't actually um, you know different different cohorts didn't come in at the same time so yeah, quite a quite a challenging thing in that regard. Um, what, what do you think the issue is when you're dealing with someone who's who's dead, you know, and you can't kind of touch the body and and all that? It, it doesn't kind of make sense to me. Yeah, well, when viewing take place now, and what well, under level four, we're going into level three in just a couple of hours, which is very exciting. Mm. Um, but. It sounds from like an art gallery, artist, like viewings, how you say viewings. It sounds like an art gallery. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's spending time with the with the, with your loved one, basically, and coming yeah. in. It's it's a it's a it's an industry term, Luke. Um, it's yeah. certainly, um, but that is actually what it is: is it coming and sitting and spending time with your loved one. Yeah. Um, holding their hand would be normal, for example, as uh, Thane would be able to tell you. But yeah, yeah not being able to—it's uh, put it this way, Thane. It's it's strongly mm-hmm. discouraged by the government to have any touching of the deceased, and and there, and there is reason behind it. Is because there's just not enough knowledge about this disease in terms of how long it stays present in the body after someone has passed. Is that so, sorry, is that only for people who have died of COVID or is that across the board? It's across the board, Sophia, because the problem is, is that we don't know if somebody had it or not, even if they'd passed from something else. So that's the problem is because we're in a pandemic, mm. we we don't know because yeah. not everybody, not everybody gets COVID. Yeah, I wonder if COVID can live on a dead person, can it? Or does it die with the dead person? It no, it can. It, right. it can because it can last on surfaces. Uh, yeah. So, I mean... Right. And because it's, it's respiratory, easy. you know, it, it, there can be... Um, that, that could be a, pro- a problem later on. So, you know, our strong recommendation to families have been to, to embalm and to make sure... Because with, with that, there's a, a smaller chance of the infection staying, or much smaller chance, I'd say. 
Do people do any extra added things if you have embalmed a family member? Do you, is there not to say that distastefully? Is, are there any perks? Well, obviously, it, you know, if, if you've embalmed somebody, the, the body um, is preserved for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right now we've got a, a lot of people waiting for a funeral, for example. And um, these people, if they didn't embalm their, their loved ones or had us embalm their loved ones, I should say, um, they wouldn't have been able to do that. Now people right. waiting to be able to um, still, you know, to have their funeral. So, And are they so- doing that? because they want to wait so they can see the their loved one and have a funeral or i mean well yes it, it could be out of religious reasons it could be out of um, cultural reasons it could just plainly be because they, they you know they want their person to have their day mm. and um you know we certainly we want them to have their day as well it's it's for us a very very sad thing actually mm-hmm. having to deal in these conditions and having to tell families sorry you can't actually come in and see your your mom or your dad it's a very very awkward um, place to be put into yeah what's your capacity, uh, sorry look what's your capacity then if you're holding people there and waiting you know uh we've we're a fairly broadly based business so we've got a, we've got quite a bit of capacity to to handle um, and because when somebody has been embalmed and casketed, they don't actually need anything else. They can just be in their casket. If oh, they no mm. Well, I suppose that's a bonus. Um, my grandmother died suddenly uh, during the first lockdown. I think we got to would have been level three um, or so and we had to fly down to Dunedin, but my father couldn't make it. Uh, He lives in the States. And um, I ended up going in with my cell phone and doing like a FaceTime. It was really kind of morbid, but it was such a massive thing for him Mm -hmm. being able to speak to her. And, you know, I stayed there and I – patted her head for him and held her hand and just small gestures like that, that he was able to kind of feel somewhat connected to her um, and be able to say goodbye. Are you offering any services with video or anything? Uh, certainly. We've been doing remote viewings with families. Um, you know, we've remote services even where we have a full service for a family, um, especially under because there's a, there's a section under level four regulations that states that a, a religious um, rites, for example, can be performed if required, but you can only bring in the person performing the religious rites. So, for example, a Catholic priest right, would yeah. be able to come. So we've had situations where that has been broadcasted to families and they've been able to have a funeral, even though it's a virtual funeral. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly we've been doing a lot of remote viewing to families um, because there was not an option at all at the start of level four. Thankfully that changed halfway through so they could actually come in for a viewing and now we're going into level three, we will be having 10 person funerals where can you can you- actually... Sorry, uh, can you tell me? Uh, we'll get back to the, pick that up. Were we saying ten person funerals? Yes, and under level three, you can have ten people at a funeral. Right. Um, if they're from different bubbles, they have to be socially distanced by two meters, which is again very difficult because mm-hmm. you know you have family together who are grieving and they can't actually touch each other. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, not our regulations. We just we have to comply. Oh, yeah. um, in terms of. Um, 
how the, the the rest of the workers you can have obviously your funeral workers and your celebrant and so forth as well um to a limited capacity but you can have 10 guests shall we say at the funeral right. um so yeah it's it's a little bit different um mm-hmm. than what we are yeah. normally used to to say the right. least there's no, there's no catering at level three either for example so you can't have a cup of tea afterwards asparagus roll none of that yeah i love those asparagus rolls it's interesting it always well, yes we won't go there well you always know when someone's had an asparagus roll in the funeral don't you when you go to the toilet that's that smell there hey but i just got to ask this one question in artist because it's the kind of like the question i've always wanted to know have you ever lost one at the back of the hearst thankfully no thankfully no there was a it was an incident a few years ago where um, a trolley went out of the back of a transfer vehicle, but thankfully there was nobody on it. So. Did it go down the motorway or something like that? Or? No, no, no. It, I mean, it was on the news, so I thought you would have seen it, Luke. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that's, um, that'd be quite... Uh, when, I, when I pass away, I want to go around all the places that I've established around Auckland and or Toast and... Uh, I'm really looking. For, I'm not. I am looking forward to. Well, I'm not looking forward to death, but you know what I mean. Uh, I, I, I'm, yeah. Anyway, uh, just, uh, just another morbid question. You can't tell um, what anybody's died from, can you? Like, there's no difference with COVID death than a normal death, like a heart attack or something. Well, with some illness, with some illnesses, you would be able to, but that would be more, uh, you know, something our embalmers would be able to talk to. Um, I certainly yeah. won't give myself out as being qualified to to give, um, you know, proper commentary on that. Yeah. yeah. And it's a really emotional time, right? I mean, the family's probably living with these new COVID rules and they're probably hating them. Uh, they want to do the best uh, for the person that's passed. And so you're dealing right at the front end. Like, I suppose like mm-hmm. somebody dealing with KFC tomorrow, uh, you know, you're dealing at the front end of this. Uh, when it comes to death, you know, they end up with you. So uh, well done and uh, and keeping it all together and making it all happen for the country. Yeah, thanks. Another little question there. What if they get the wrong trousers and stuff like that or the wrong dress or something like that? I mean, I mean... It's quite like a. It's quite an important thing to see that your your. Is it the passing, uh, death? You know, all dressed up in the right sort of outfits and stuff like that. And do you have there's there complications in dressing people like that? Do the family deliver the clothes? I think they choose them. Yeah, the, the family always choose the clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, to be to be honest, there's probably a, a bigger chance that I'll be putting on the wrong suit pants or the wrong jacket in the morning than we getting the clothing wrong on the deceased. To be honest. Yeah. It's uh, it's something that is checked over and over and over again because yeah. the details matter a lot. One hundred. Tell you what, though, where they get it wrong sometimes, not necessarily you guys, but when we had my grandmother's funeral, they gave her just the most weird makeup that yes. didn't look yes. like yeah. herself. Yeah. And so me and my cousin went off to her bathroom and got a couple of the colours we knew she would have worn and just mm. – you know, we just did the makeup ourselves. We, got, we, yeah, normally, normally, yeah. we normally ask happened. for a photo um, for to, so we can see what what the makeup should look like because that's specifically because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you show up and they might have some orange lipstick on and that would be a bit awkward. Do you, do you, color, you can't pull it off dead or alive. Do you do that yourself or who does that, the, um, the makeup side of things? That would be also actually the embalming team. Normally, yeah, that's part of their skill set. So 
hair and the makeup and all that sort of. Um, you know, um, how you know the internet's changing. You know, I think the internet's going to become the metaverse. Uh, I'll be talking to a couple of people like that. Things move on, fridges have developed, uh, and, and you know, technology happens. What about funerals? What What are you looking for? You know, fifty years, a hundred years down the track, uh, are you developing? Are you coming up with new concepts? Is there anything new on the boil? Elon Musk going out to the sky in a rocket or something like that. We're going to send them to space and like to the sun. Boom. Well, there's definitely innovation in the industry. Um, you know, we've been around for a wee while mm. as an industry, uh, but yeah, there's definitely some change coming in the space, and it's on a constant basis. Uh, I think the major thing, Thane, is people's expectations are changing. So we need to adapt around that. Um, we're not here to tell people how they should farewell their loved one. We're here to help them on their journey. So it's figuring out on our end is what is the next thing that people would be interested in and what and how they want to farewell their loved one. Um, I mean, technology-wise, there are some interesting things out there. You know, you get water cremation now, for example, which is quite different. What's that? Um, sorry, water. Water. Water cremation, yes. How does that work? Wow, it's uh, it's just a, it's just a different a different sort of a process, but um, basically they they're trying to make it a little bit more more green, you know, with cremation. It's not really in New Zealand yet. Um, if you want to look into it, I would suggest you look over in the states. They've got quite a few few over there. Do you boil so, the marinara? So I want to look at that. Do you, what what do you do there? Do you, I mean, I don't understand. Um, to be honest, look, I haven't looked into it into great depth, but um, as, as something, you know, you asked about innovation in the space, so yeah. it's something that comes to mind. I mean, there's there's all sorts of things coming out at the moment with people trying to with different things. Um, you know, it's, you can turn yourself into a diamond, can't you? Someone can yeah. wear you around their neck. That's yep, a bit weird. Uh, so basically compressing the ashes back into carbon and then you have a diamond and you know there's there's other innovation in the space where uh, technology wise quite a bit uh, where people are actually um uh, looking into how do you safeguard your information after you die to release to family members at the correct time manner so forth and keeping all those passwords and so forth secure for you so yeah there's there's, there's, there's there is definitely innovation in the space it's just not front page news because hardly anybody ever wants to talk about death no they don't but i do hey um they said, I was always told as a child that prostitution was the oldest industry, but I reckon being a funeral director would be one of the oldest occupations in the world, wouldn't it? I think it would definitely be up there, but I think initially funerals were probably just carried out by families by themselves. Oh. You know, if you go back and back and back and back, I think it, a funeral director as we know it today only came along a bit later. Back of your homeland, though, they would have put them on a little um, a Viking sort of thing, chucked a few bits of sticks, lit it up and chucked it into the water and <laughs> see you later. Is that right? Well, you got my heritage right, except that I'm actually South African. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I just leave them in the old African desert then, eh? Yeah, so I know I'm looking, I'm looking a little bit more Viking and my, my, my background <laughs> is certainly in that comes comes from up there, but yeah, no, I'm I'm very, very much South African. And I'm Afrikaans as well, so you really picked the accent badly there, mate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just looked at the name, that's all. I, I searched it. Yes. Have you, 
have you noticed have you ever gone through a dry spell where you're going sheesh boy what's happening out there everyone like the gym is increasing everybody's lives and like everyone's eating now cryogenics is going to be an issue do you have a backup career (laughs) well you never know you know i might be go working at kfc but yeah it's a hot spot at the moment yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's a very difficult industry to predict, as you can imagine. You know, yeah. so um, there's certainly times where we check the phone if it's actually working, but um, you know, mainly it's 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 you know it's something that's inevitable. So um, it does seem to to pop up on a regular basis, but you know, we, we're certainly not um, wanting to go and poison the water quite yet. No. Yourself there, Nardis. How do you? I mean, I mean, it's not something you're going to put on Facebook. Yeah, I don't know. Nardis Funeral. Sorry, what's the company called again? Davis Funerals. Davis yeah. Funerals. It's not like you're going to go bang, bang, bang. I mean, how do you market yourself? I mean, as a word of mouth. I mean, the people down below can't talk about it. I mean, the experience you have on top of the ground, really, isn't it's it? The families, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's a big part of it is, is actually um, referral, um, Luke. Mm-hmm. But my, my background is actually from marketing. That's that's where I come from. Um, yep. So uh, this was the hardest marketing problem I've ever had to solve, um, mm. specifically for that reason is because we are only in, in the limelight when people are the worst time in their life. Mm-hmm. And um, that is not necessarily the image that we want to project because as, as an industry, we are still people. And... Um, I think one of the main things that I've trying to instill in the company is that we show people that we are people mm. uh, and providing different experiences that people can actually attain to get to know us. Because mm. at the end of the day, you want to deal with somebody who you know and have a relationship with. Now, just on that situation there, do you see any feuds, any sort of disagreements, any punch-ups like oh mum buried this way but no I want this one here is there any sort of feuds or punch-ups and Luke I'll, I'll ask you a question in return have you ever had a, a disagreement of a sibling yes but tell us your funniest one come on come on I'm the youngest of seven so I know there's going to punch up in my family I know that yes I'll, guard in, I'll take the glasses off we'll have a go and see who ends up but what's what's the, is it I mean yeah that must be an incredible. You must feel awkward when you see that. Oh, uh, look, things happen, and people get emotional, and it's a very emotional time. But you can't judge them for the way they react in those situations. We all deal with things differently, mm-hmm. and certainly, I wouldn't want to be known or judged by that for something that's happened um, in an emotional state like that afterwards. So, no. you know, I, I think um, there's probably probably one of the the hardest moments to see somebody um, be in a situation like that mm. because it is incredibly difficult um, for them afterwards to then have to face up to their family again. So, Are you licensed? Are you licensed to sell alcohol after the, after the, um, the, the gig? The, um... As a general rule, we don't serve alcohol because, you know, that could have some very disastrous consequences. Just professionalism. Yeah. 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 Um, I saw Michelle as the question there. Yes, Michelle's actually our head offices in in Dominion Road. It's been there for many, many years. 
you guys uh, did the ceremony for my uncle late last year, and uh, you guys did a fantastic job, and uh, it's it awesome, actually. Really nice. Great. Thanks, Luke. Um, can you remember who your funeral director was by any chance? I'll pass a little short guy. He went to St. Peter's College. And John Stiffer. Yeah, so it was Ross Dello. He was at Trust Stadium. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I, exactly, I know exactly which funeral you're talking about, actually. So Simon is family of yours. Okay. That's right. I had to speak at the funeral. I was Ross's uh, godson, so I had to speak there. But you guys did a great job. And, um, yep, there you go. So say hello to that um, little short fella for me again. What's his name? John Skipper, yeah. John Skipper, that's it. Yep, yeah, that's fine. Well, thank you very much for your time, Nanis. Really appreciate um, you talking to us tonight. No problem. And uh, happy if we've got, you know, anybody's got questions afterwards, if they want to send us an email or ring up, no problem. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great night, mate. Thank you very much. Hopefully, I won't see you shortly, but see have a good one. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> Luke. Bye. Bye. Well, bloody interesting, eh? Wow, interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what did you glean from that, uh, Benny? What do you got there? Oh, mate, there's nothing more exciting, or uh, there's no better way to open a show than to talk about sort of asking about if COVID's on a on a corpse. But um, what I what did I glean from that? Um, mm. They are good. Like, I mean, I'd recommend Davis. You know, that's that sort of brought up some real sort of memories for when we sort of, uh, you know, put my father to rest, you know. This was about yeah. 20 years ago as a young man, and um, it was all so soon. But um, Davis handled it beautifully, and um, I tell you. <sighs> you are right, mate? That's Let's a, interject. Michelle says, who won the that's sofa? That's a hell of an opener. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Thanks, everybody. We've got a caller, everyone. So let's go there now. And who have we got there? Harley. Hello. Welcome to the show, mate. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? Very Do good. We Welcome just to the you? Yeah, Sorry. you did a little bit. Um, I was waiting for Michelle to jump on because um, she was. She told us to to all join now. So Michelle, <laughs> yeah, Michelle I like in the it. Michelle. She's organising this. Yeah, I revolt know. or rebellion or are we just coming <laughs> to join in? Where's Michelle? Um, she says hi from the chat. She's oh, she just said her phone's playing up, so she'll try her laptop. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Oh, yeah, How are you, Harley? What's happening? Oh, I mean, still stuck in lockdown, so <laughs> are you can't do a whole lot. It's true. Michelle says, "Jump on what?" Lol. That's the um, wrong Michelle. That's not the right Michelle. I don't that's know. the one with the wheelchair, Michelle, with no legs. Well, what other Michelle is there? That's the only Michelle. Michelle Henderson. Oh, oh. <laughs> I guess. So oh, it says. <laughs> there you go. Got it. Got it. Sorry, everyone. Sorry. Oh, right. Oh, Harley. So, yeah, you're coming. Oh, okay. We, we've got it wrong. So, you are you're one, of the, you're one of the dancers with the next interview with Michelle. Yeah, okay. This is confusing for two reasons, Harley. I'll tell you why. We have two regular people on our chat called Michelle and Harley. Yeah. Oh, no, really? 
Yeah. So Harley is in the chat. You can see he likes to pick on Luke and call him Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not sure if that's you. And if it is, <laughs> that's funny. Well, that's not but you, is it? it <laughs> and then we also have Michelle Hall, who is on the Facebook chat, who's just going like, what are we, you guys talking about? Yeah. So that's, that's where the confusions come from. Apologies. Apologies. I'm saying no, no worries, no worries. <laughs> welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome to the show. So, mate, you're a dancer in the Stallions um, kind of uh, review show, isn't it? And you go around the country and whip your clothes off. Is that and, like Magic uh, Mike? Yeah. Why do you Why do you work us through your show? How does that work for you? Um, I feel like this is probably something Michelle can um, explain better when she gets on. But um, basically, we. We get there, um, set everything up early that day, um, make sure everything's ready for us. Um, Then we go back to our hotel, go get ready, doors open, guests come in. Um, Then we show up a bit later, mingle with them for about half an hour, um, run backstage, get ready to start our first group dance. Right. Um, So we have our one group dance at the beginning, then we go through all our individual solo sets yeah. Um, and after that, we throw in one more group dance to finish it off, and then go back out and party with our with our guests. Jeez, how'd your girlfriend feel about that? I mean, that must be pretty interesting because you must get all these all ladies, boyfriend. all boyfriend. Sorry, I, I'm them. actually single at the moment, so <laughs> I don't have like, that, that problem. Ready to mingle. Oh, so you can just go through the crowd. I mean, you pick them out, you know, like <laughs> that one. I mean, yeah, I can. I can. (laughs) Yeah, when you go to the hotel room, does Michelle give you one room or do you share a room? Um, We normally share two to a room. Yeah. 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 Sock on the old handle type thing. Yeah. Oh, it's more um, block your ears, don't listen. (laughs) Ah, yeah, two and over. over. (laughs) We spoke about this in an earlier show. I told you. We did, actually. We did. There you go. But don't you just get tired at the end of the night? You've done all that physical exertion. You're like, I've danced, I've danced. I'm, I'm tired. Get me to bed. No, so uh, look at his body. For God's sake, he's a fit. <laughs> okay. It does get um does get quite tiring sometimes. Like um especially on tour, we mm. um when we have back to back shows, sort of late nights quite often. Not a lot of sleep getting to the next place, and then mm. by the end of maybe like the third or fourth show, we're like, oh. I can't be bothered. I just want to go back to bed now. Yeah. And also like interacting with other human beings every, you know, after the show and before the show must get yeah. pretty taxing. I know if I'm in a group of people for too long, I'm like, I need to just zone out and have my own time. Does it feel like that for you as well? Especially being, you know, looked at physically and, you know, Googled. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I love attention. So it's like, um, it's not too bad for me, um, but yeah, I I do after like a few shows when you're feeling a bit more tired, you're not quite feeling yourself, and you're like, no, I just I want to go home and recharge. Yeah. Um, do you feel like sometimes you're a target too? You know, some ladies really kind of go, "That's my time. I'm going to try and bag this guy tonight." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do get a few of those. I think all the yeah. boys have their um, their stories about someone who's been a bit like that. <laughs> It's amazing because when I walk through a bar, I have a very similar thing. It's um, I've just got a, a bit like Teflon now. They just shrug them off. They get the message, and it's like, you know, next, <laughs> to the bar type thing. You probably have That's a, why he's wearing camouflage. 
Yeah. You don't get to see him, yeah. He's just a floating yeah. head over there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Now let's have a look at your body, mate. Let's have a look at your body. Come on, mate. Oh, you're going to make me get out of here now. Give me your shirt off. <laughs> you're hey. Just, hey, get out, mate. It's Jay. There you go. Oh, Jay. Jay. There you go. Get your kid off, son. Hey, Sophia, look at that. Have you got a sock in your pants or is that just real? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't just have a sock in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> And we've got oh, another one here. Here's Jay. Yeah, we've got our, um, this is our captain for the Stallions. G'day, mate. How are you? Hi, Jay. What's happening? Good. Are you like, when are you the captain, uh, what are you doing in position as captain? Babysitting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Wow. Yeah. Hold up. There's got to be, there's got to be a way to get like. What about dancing? Who helps you through the routine? Who can say that's a great move, that's a shit move? We should change yeah. that up. Who's doing choreography? Yeah. That would be Michelle. So she is our um, – she's the one who put the group together. Mm. Um, and she's – sorry, I'm just making a drink at the same time. Um, <laughs> so she pretty much comes up with all of our, um, our dances and chore and all that sort of stuff. And she's got a massive dancing background, so it definitely makes it a lot easier for us. Fantastic. Yeah, she's a pretty good practice. Oh, oh we've got Blake as well now. Oh my Blake, God. welcome. Now we're just waiting on Michelle. I've got to be honest with you, Michelle has messaged and she is trying to get in. She's got halfway through, but um, I think she's not we're using a Chrome browser. You're going to use a Chrome uh, browser. Oh, 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 there's our stallions. Now we just need our. Oh, let's go. We're getting a bit hot in here. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Levi, I think I think you need to take your shirt off, mate. Yeah. Come on, come on, Michelle. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm just. Hi, I'm just trying to work out my bloody camera dramas. Good. <laughs> oh, we've got the boys no, in front of their great old laugh, and uh, they look fantastic, Michelle. <laughs> Did they? No. <laughs> oh, wow. She no, up we, I love them. We like my brothers, so. I'm getting my facial hair growing because I just, you know, it's got to get just got to get the body right now, but the facial hair is a good thing, eh, hey, boys? Oh, yeah, for sure. Just yesterday, oh, no, I sure. shaved off my entire beard, so. <laughs> How long was your beard? Um, It was... Probably about two or three centimetres. Mm. I started growing at the beginning of lockdown because I was like, eh, why not? I can get lazy. Yeah. I can grow it out. Nobody's going to see me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I did that with my eyebrows. I'm still going. <laughs> Jay's the captain. Who's the vice captain? <laughs> also, Jay. I'd probably say Blake. He's probably the longest standing stallion. So he's yeah. in, yeah. He looks very yeah. Spanish. I like it. Fantastic. What do you, what do the ladies prefer? Um, do they like the facial hair or not? No facial hair. What's what's popular out there at the moment? I think it depends. That's, yeah, I think well, that's why I think that's why our group works is because we've got like obviously you can see from the video we're all pretty different. Yeah. So everything from like the baby face to Blake down the bottom there. Well, he's on the bottom of my screen. 
with um with the full scruff and like everything in between so yeah something for everyone yeah yeah i don't think there's like a like a set template of what we're supposed to look like well that's Tattoo is still popular yes <laughs> where do so you guys been, perform yeah. what are the t- is it birthdays is it a tour like do people come to your show or how does it work so um so we actually started in a in a local club based in Auckland as a team we did a few shows and then from there we decided to just literally tour the whole group around New Zealand to get a bit of exposure yeah uh, and get you know New Zealand audiences knowing the name and then from there you know the boys do do private jobs for outbookings and things like that uh so like private hen stews birthday parties yeah anywhere fun really but we do a mixture of everything is there a town that you go stuff that I am never going back to that town again? They were rough. <laughs> oh, well, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I'm in the location that that place was just saying. There's a little bit of a hint, but we can't be throwing names, you know. I need to get some abs, I need a tattoo, and I'm all set. I've got the beard. Yeah, no, just beard. jump in now. Just, just give us a little demo there. Yeah, and also, there the, needs to be something for everyone, so you can be, you know. Oh, the chubby guy. The chubby guy. Funny one. <laughs> the one that gets fourth place in the, uh, yeah, the little chubby one, the one that ends up with the one at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> eggnog and, and tell jokes. Yeah. It's attractive. Exactly. I might book you for myself. That sounds wow. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and how, Michelle, how did you, where did you find all these guys? Did you just, how was it, what was the audition uh, period like, process like? Sorry. I went for a little drive down K Road and saw them on the corner. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> Oh, thanks for that. Well, I had an object with the no, 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 no. So I, um, I own a talent agency um, called Social Butterfly Entertainment. So I had an existing kind of database of male performers. Um, and then the club that I was managing at the time asked me to organise a ladies' night. Um, and so I did. And then I just decided it's kind of there was a bit of a missing niche in the market when it came to kind of Magic Mike kind of style um, performances mm. And obviously, like with my dancing background, I wanted to make it more professional and choreographed. So, yeah. So I messaged these guys who were all on my books, other than Levi and Harley, I think. Um, and, yeah, we just decided to become a team. And now we're like a family that it's a bit of a love-hate relationship, but we all know one another's flaws. and <laughs> It's why it works, yeah. Yeah. You would get to know everybody. Like, popular back who's... in the day, wouldn't they? Say that again, yeah. The Chippendales were quite popular back yeah. in the day. I mean... I mean, back when back when I had a bar in South Auckland, we used to have a male review and a uh, female review, and it was quite popular. Like, I mean, get hundreds and hundreds of women there. It was incredible. Is that similar to your shows these days? That you get hundreds and hundreds of people in the local RSA type thing? Um, I feel like it's a it's a bit of a mixture. To be fair, like when we first started, there was probably you know forty five to fifty people in the show because it was mostly our networks uh, getting the brand out. But mm. I think the highlight for us, um, you guys can tell tell them as well, all the boys. Uh, we went to Invercargill and it was just insane. There was like a huge line outside and there was probably about 150 to 60 people and it was just such a mind-blowing experience but really rewarding for them. 
Wow. So yeah, cool. it's a pretty um, redneck down there. Look at these lads here. <laughs> <laughs> Those girls will be freckin' wow. right into the You'll be meat to the slaughterhouse, you guys. Did you get out any scratches on the way out? <laughs> yeah, it's right up best. They get plenty. It's, it's a hard life, thing. Uh, They've got a hard life. Oh, there you go. There's one. There we go. Oh, <laughs> wow. uh, what, you, what, you, get, uh, you, get you get a few, like, cuts and scrapes, just, like, nails. It's always nails. Someone in the crowd has nails, and they just latch on. And do you have any, um, any guests, like, two females jumping over you, Jay, or Harley, or Levi, and... I mean, they want you and they have a bit of a cat fight to get you. Have you ever had that situation before? No, but I'm taking applications. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't had one arm pulled, go, I want him, I want him, I want him. No. Not, not as of yet, no. It, we're in lockdown, so, you know, there's still time. Yeah, true, true, true. I mean, once true. we get out of lockdown, all these girls that have been locked inside for what seven weeks after level three's over. Oh, yeah, that's knows. right. Oh my <laughs> if god! Ever it's going to happen. It's happening in level level two for you guys this year. Yeah. <laughs> any rules, um, rules like if a lady grabs your package. I mean, at the strip clubs I've been to, you're not allowed to touch anything unless you're invited. How do you to. know that? I've been to a couple <laughs> of female strip clubs in my time. <laughs> Getting your little sticky fingers out, are you? No, just... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, hey, look, it's all about just, you know, just like it's entertainment. It's an art form. Yeah, I think that's a whole thing which um, we kind of wanted to flip and change with the industry is it's kind of seen, you know, obviously it's way different, the dynamics between female strippers and male. But I think it's really cool to kind of just embrace it a bit. Like, why is it so embarrassing for guys to be dancing around or females and, you know... Mm -hmm lingerie but then yet it's okay for people to be walking in bikinis on the beach like it's kind of we wanted to make it fun and not too over the top it's more just to get people comfortable and like have a good laugh with the girls and yeah like i said how much do they how much do these guys take off like everything um not re- well look at their faces look at their faces <laughs> yeah. um, so like usually it's just like a singlet yeah. and like tearaways <laughs> Oh. Some of them, most of them just get down to their undies and maybe like a cheeky like undie pull-off. Ask, very ask Blake. Where's Blake gone? I know. Uh, Blake's, Blake's got laptop issues. But it's not like they're, they're doing wheelie birds in the middle of the stage for everybody, you know? It's more it's of like a, a wheelie team. bird. The like, little peewee ones or the helicopters. Like, the helicopters. Yeah, like helicopters. What does that mean? Harley, can you give us a demo of what a helicopter looks like? No, I can't. But have you ever seen a helicopter before? Just imagine a, yeah. a man with helicopter blades on his front, <laughs> and you can okay. and you can see the tip going on from hip to hip through. Wow! Yeah, there you go. Luke's got it. As soon as I asked that question, I was like, "Oh." Um, can I ask what costumes, what costumes you all wear? Let's start with Harley. What's your favourite costume? What are you renowned for? Are you a particular character? Oh, I don't have a favourite. Like, um, at, after each tour, we sort of have to switch it up, keep things new. Um, right. So I think the, my favourite one so far has been my army one. Right, mm. okay. Um, uh, what about you, Jane? Um, I've... Probably or my latest one was uh, Fireman. Fireman, that's a classic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Levi, what's your uh, 
choice. My favorite, that. my favorite one would be our group set, probably of us all going to SWAT. But then my favorite solo would be Convict, since it's a bit out of the box. No, yeah. like, like black and white hoops, Convict or orange jacket. <laughs> <laughs> black and white stripes. Black and white stripes. And hey, I've got a because we're in this modern age, these guys, and you're doing your mail review. It's, it is a review, right? Mail yeah. review. Um, do you, I mean, you've got mainly females there. Is there a couple of males there that just like to be, you know, like you go to a strip club and a few females in there, but there's there, is there any males in the background there lurking in the dark shadows, just getting enjoying themselves? Um, I think we've had a few shows, eh, where there have where been like some guys present, but um, they, like, they're, they're normally the most respectful ones. Yeah, if that makes sense, like they usually, I think there's 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 like a an expectation that because we're guys, we're going to be like really homophobic. So they kind of just stay like right down the back out of the way and like enjoy from afar. Yeah, I was about to say it's really funny, Luke, how you phrase it as if there's no one who's gay in the world. Like, are there any guys lurking? Like, yeah, no, I mean, lurking in the, in the shadows. <laughs> well, it's not a touchy subject. I mean, it's just... Uh, are, you, are you asking for yourself, Luke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I like to be entertained, you know. I like to be entertained. I like to look up to better standards of my body and yeah, go... It's all good fun, fun, though, isn't it? It's all in good fun. Yeah. Are you guys yeah. going to do a, a calendar if this uh, lockdown continues? Digital calendar. Oh, man. I would love yes, to be we, another calendar. We had a we had a plan to to start doing that kind of stuff around October, so we were going to get a mm. proper photo shoot and done. But everything's just been so delayed and pushed out because of the COVID. So yeah, it's a little bit sad, but we're trying to keep together as a team and coming up with like virtual reality ideas instead. Very cool. Oh yeah. Get to my mail strategy thing about me. So if I come to your review, just imagine you got five guys on the stage and 150 women, and I'm the only guy there with 150 women. I'm one hundred percent giving you a lap dance. Well, that, <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you will be on stage. Be all, I mean, there's only five of you. You can only take five home. Unless, well, let's say ten, ten maximum. <laughs> and then yeah, you, you think that's for me? <laughs> Boom! I'm in the money. The other one hundred forty yours, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Oh, oh, those blue pills are going to be popping. <laughs> oh boy excellent michelle well hey it's a pity you couldn't get your camera going now michelle i know i'm sorry like i've like bullshit i don't know so do i i don't mind she's on for a purpose Tom. and doesn't want to come on i'm in my pajamas there's no shame honestly oh, yeah. you've already got I'm me to take my top off yeah, I'm gonna go and try and log out of here and then come back on my phone and if not, it's obviously just not. Just show us your feet. Just show us your feet so you're real. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that costs extra. <laughs> People pay good money for those. I'm like this, yeah. Lincoln bio, Lincoln bio. Lincoln bio. That's it, bro. Well, if anyone else has got any questions um, uh, who are listening right now, you can just comment or uh, we can take a call. Uh, our little phone line's open. Uh, we'll just tr- throw it out there. It's the first time we've ever used this tonight. So you can Yo. just text or call everybody, 021-949-4445, uh, with a question for these guys. So, Michelle, why don't you try and log out and come back? And if you can't, then you can't. Fair enough. All right, I'll make sure you can see my face. Give me a second. <laughs> I'll look out to the boys for you. Try to try not try to try and open it um, through the internet rather than through the link. 
Okay, I'll try that now. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Jay, so you, you can be an IT technician um... on your next review show. Eh? What's that? What? You can be an IT uh, uh, technician on your next review show, dress up like one. You know? <laughs> we kind of, like, I think the way that our shows are uh, formatted is like, because like we, we kind of all fill different roles. So we, we show up and there's like, I work at a bar as well and I've had like a little bit of DJ experience. So like I'll head over and maybe help out with like the DJ stuff. Harley's usually our tech guy. So like we all kind of just like pull together in different ways to make the show happen. Mm. Yeah. So that kind of happens anyway. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine. imagine. And um, do you all eat together and, you know, does the bar, is that part of your, uh, what's a green room? Do you have a green room uh, sort of do you, a couple of beers Salads or before you go on water, you ask for that. Is it a green room? What is that what it is saying? Yeah, they kind of put you up the back in like a one little room, don't they? And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, some places don't even have uh, one little room out the back. There was one on the last tour we did. We just got put in the basement. Bring out the Gibbs. Uh, Sarah Gilmore asks, "What are your day jobs?" Oh yeah, that's a good one. Who wants to start? You start. Me? Well, I'm a full-time stripper, so I don't have a day job. This is my day job. Excellent. Do people get okay. confused that you're a stripper, like a paint stripper or wallpaper stripper? Do you have to say, <laughs> you know? I don't think I've ever had that con- like that connection made. Okay. <laughs> it's not got the physique of the paint stripper. It's got the physique <laughs> of the stripper stripper. Yeah, the clothes stripper. Yeah. Jay, what about you? Um, so I actually, once once we started touring and stuff, like this world kind of consumed my life in a way. So I've I left my day job. I used to work in a warehouse, um, which wasn't the most like fulfilling job in the world. Mm. Um, and I've moved into more like training uh, up and coming dancers and things like that. Oh, very. So cool. that's my day job. <laughs> Mm. Excellent. And what about you, Levi? Uh, my full-time job and day job is actually personal training and working at a gym as well. So I got my like foot in the doorstep in a few different industries within the fitness industry. Mm. Okay. You do look like one of the Backstreet Boys there, mate. You know, like an English sort of, you know. <laughs> Backstreet's hello, back, you know. Hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Has anyone offered Sorry, what was that? That's 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 from now on. That's how we're going to refer to Levi. Oh no! Yeah. I have so many uh, yeah. nicknames. You've just given them another one. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, thank you. Anybody right. ask the extras? Like, oh, here's look, here's thirty bucks. Would you come back to my house, type thing? Thirty yeah. bucks. Thirty dollars. I wouldn't. no one even bloody walk out the door for thirty bucks, buddy. Okay, <laughs> I got I got the amount of money wrong, but two forty. Mm, Think of the not really. No. <clears throat> would you like? Would you like not to do that? Personally. <laughs> well, I mean, if someone offers to buy me a house in Auckland, I, that's an offer I can't refuse. Well, yes, there you go. <laughs> Might have to go home with them for something like that, but. <laughs> well, imagine if there Get was some rich there. widow there and they've left you some money in their will. That'll be another so good one. What we should do is actually connect you guys in with uh, Nardis from the funeral home. So, you know, there might be a few. There's some crossover like there. I've actually worked a funeral before. Oh. What? 
Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. No shit. I booked the funeral. Yeah. Um, it was through one of my alcohol companies. I actually, there was a job for four people and it was like at a, it was at a helicopter pad. And we're all just like, this is going to be a cool job. Seems so cool. Like this must be a massive party, massive hens do. Why is it on a Tuesday afternoon though? We got there and they're like, sweet. So this is a memorial. He was really big and he was like, he would be really into this kind of thing. So we had to run down the aisle after everyone's just been crying to oh. raining men with our shirts off. And like, everyone stand up, party. Woo! Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Open yeah. That's so weird. Yeah, it was it was quite a vibe, though, I must say. It was it was wholesome. I'm going to write really? that in my will. I'm going to write that in my will. Imagine the I'll face. I'll be here, bro. I'll be there. We'll drop <laughs> Welcome back, Michelle. Hi. Sorry, I've honestly tried, and it's just saying that there must be like a firewall or something. All right. Oh, yeah. And all of us are here with a firewall, eh? <laughs> well, I want to say thank you very much to you guys. Um, Sophie was looking forward to a, a little dance there. I don't know if there's some routine we could coordinate, but if we can't, then we can move on. No problem. <laughs> I reckon you three should just put on pony. I'll put on pony through, through here, and then genuine. you can just do, just do the chorus. Jump up. Why are you shy? Love a bit of genuine. Let's okay. let's see it. Let's I'm going to have to kick my flatmates out of the living room quickly because we're not showing around my shitty room right now. All right. I need like prep time. Oh, Luke's jumping in too. This is great. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Someone here a helicopter. I mean. Shane <laughs> 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 can do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I can't see if. What? This, this might be a little bit shit. I don't know. Is that how we start? Is this how we start? No, this isn't how we start. I'm just waiting for the, the he's music. Just, he's just posing. Oh. Luke's pumping up his muscles. He's going to do some press-ups. Oh, yeah. He's, he's trying to gas up for the, the dance. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> All right, let's hear the music. <laughs> Oh, Michelle, do you have the music? I don't have the music. <laughs> what kind of t- what kind of radio station? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just it now. No, I, I don't have the track. Has anyone got the track? Michelle's got the track. Is that Michelle the party one like this? Yeah, don't do that. Oh. <laughs> All right. I got a bit of room. Luke. <laughs> Sophia, no, you distraction. Am I d- distracting you, Sophia? I, no, not at all. Carry on, please. Look at them. They look so nervous. Let's I, go. Hey. There you go. That's what we're talking about. Some lockdown level four dance. Oh, I'm having my wardrobe. I feel like we're putting... I'm waiting for the chorus. He's just hurt his elbow. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm just waiting for myself in my wardrobe because I don't have enough room. 
I'll tell you what I quite like about this scenario. I feel like this is a realistic version of what would actually happen if you went home with somebody and then attempted to do this at home. Yeah. This is the reality at 3 a.m. You'd be like, yeah, bang your elbow on that cupboard. Still good. We can make it work. <laughs> yep. Don't even worry about it. Sold. <laughs> There you go, Shane. Yeah. That's a little bit of a teaser for you. <laughs> oh, Sophie, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Which one are you going to take? <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, thank you very much, Michelle. Thank you very much, the Stallions. Really appreciate it. Harley, thank Jane. Thank you for doing that. I know it was out of the blue and putting you on the spot. And thank your uh, flatmates for getting out of the lounge. It was well worth it. <laughs> oh, they didn't. It was 100% sitting there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, thank God I have vodka. <laughs> well, thank God you very much, guys. You. Appreciate it. I'll see you again. Thanks, yeah, man. Thanks, 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 you. Have a good night. Bye. 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 See you guys. Oh, well, that's good. Everyone's uh, popping off there. Letting everybody else go there. Great. How informative is that? That was fantastic. I mean, there's a lot to. It's just not dancing, is it? It's actually entertainment, you know. It's 100 entertainment. Yeah. I love it. They were so sweet. Gorgeous. That was absolutely incredible, Luke. You showed a few moves there, my guy. That was extraordinary. Um, Can you show us that back... move that you did again, Luke? That one oh, yeah, where which you one? like <clears throat> waved something at the front. What was that? What were you waving? Oh, look at them there. Yeah, it's like you've yeah. got a fart, but from the front side. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it's, called, it's called whacking the pony. I call it the Melbourne Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah, what you're saying. That's extraordinary, what you're mate. That's extraordinary. I, I actually used to have a I used to have a move similar to that. You see, it brings back memories for me. I used to work uh, as a feature dancer in an all male. Uh, it, it was a, a it was a, a live sex show in Amsterdam in the late nineties. Wow. Uh, it was all male live. It was an all male live erotic sex show. I was very young and naive. And uh, <laughs> n- nightly, I'd get bent over by a uh, seven-foot black man. Um, but yes, it and paid very well. It paid very well, and uh, I did it as I was told. And it was a different era back there yeah. in the late nineties, of course, in Europe. Uh, it was yeah, a different course. scene entirely. But was yeah, fond memories. Nigerian was he? Uh, um, yeah, I believe he was actually. Hmm. So around about ten and a half inches. Uh, let's not let's not get too specific. Okay. But yeah. this is all a hypothetical situation, of course. But yes, it brings more. back great memories. And uh, if you paid uh, twenty dollars uh, out the back for a quick rub and tug. Wow! Hey, everything. So when you said when you said thirty dollars, Thane, you weren't too yeah. far off. Oh, and that's yeah, a fact, yeah. Jack. Thank yeah. you very much, Manny. Appreciate that. I'm um, coming up. Luke Dello is going to be uh, calling a KFC in Papakura to see uh, what the skinny is going on. You know, are they opening at midnight? Uh, mm-hmm. And who's uh, in line? And I believe there are people camping. Uh, but you right now, Luke, I thought that was a joke picture. No, no. actually, people camping. What the hell? Why? Yeah. 
Imagine you're not allowed to and get vaccinated. Imagine that. Are you? You're not allowed to camp at a KFC though, right? That's not your bubble. You'll be breaking your bubble. But, I mean, Luke, you can ask all those questions. But right now, it's hero of the day or a-hole of the day. So let's get on with the, the hero Which one part. are we starting with? All right. This is a pretty sad story, Luke. You ready for a sad story? I don't ready like sad stories. Mate. Yeah. A family of um, Venezuelan, Venezuelans. Uh, went on a boating trip and uh, they were dealing with some pretty big waves and uh, the hull broke and they had uh, they were out there on the water bobbing up and down for mm. four days and there yeah. were mum, dad and two kids both kind of like toddlers one, you know, probably five the mother is our hero of the day. She had to drink urine, her own urine, so she could still breastfeed her two kids. Marilee oh, Chacoon. Wow. That is fantastic. That actually reminds me. That's, that is, that's, do you know the goat is the only animal in the world that drinks their own urine? Well, how about that? I had no idea. And she is our goat, everybody. There she she is. absolutely is. I just, I wish that she survived as well. Yeah, that's so, so sad. Did she not survive? No, she died. The kids were found holding on to her body and they survived. Father died, mum died. So, boy, again. So, yeah, very, very sad. The TARDIS makes me question your tire. Right. Yes. So I might get a double. I might bring a spare tire. Actually, I've got one around my waist at the moment. Um, I'll yes. I'll wear a life jacket and an e. I'll take my e burb and yeah. uh, e burb. Uh, my emergency response. So something Don't happens. Don't that picture up, Thane. We're trying to segue out with a joke. You're making this primarily. horrible. I'm not mocking her. We're segueing out of it. Don't bring her up again. Yeah. It's too yeah, sorry. It's interesting that 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 story also reminds me about that live sex show, uh, the drinking piss part. Gotcha. Thanks, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's go to our asshole of the day. Holy moly! This is our uh, asshole of the day. His name is uh, Brian Laundry, and this is the Gabby Petito case. Is everybody across the Gabby Gabby Petito case? No. Yes. You're not. Now, not. I've got a I've got a minute forty two video. Do you want to be really brought up to date real fast? Yep. Okay, here we go, everybody. This is the horrifying and ongoing case of Gabby Petito. On September 11th, 2021, Gabby Petito was declared missing while traveling across the U.S. with her fiancé. On July 2nd, 2021, Gabby and her fiancé, Brian Laundrie, left New York to go on a four-month trip across the U.S. About a month later, on August 12th, Gabby and Brian got into a fight and the police were called. The police report stated they got into a fight over their phone, but one of the officers said, at no point in my investigation did Gabby stop crying, breathing heavily, or completely was a sentence without the need to wipe away tears. Another thing that I personally noticed was Brian was kind of laughing about all this. It turns out Gabby was going to slap Brian because Brian was just going to leave her there and take the van. Then on August 24th, 
Gabby's mom said Gabby FaceTimed her and said that she is staying in Grand Teton National Park. Gabby continued to text her family and friends until August 30th, but the family and friends were convinced that this was not Gabby texting. On September 1st, Brian came home with the van, but Gabby was not in it. He lawyered up instantly and refused to talk to anybody. Ten days later, Brian's family reported Gabby missing, and it was not until September 17th that she was officially declared missing by the police. Now, the only thing we know about the investigation is that Brian is refusing to speak to anybody. No one has been charged. The FBI is working on the case, and as of yesterday, Brian has went missing or he is hiding. According to his family, no one has seen him for almost a week. Now, here are some weird inconsistencies that me and a lot of other TikTokers have found. Gabby posted an Instagram picture on August 25th, but it's not like her other posts. Her posts usually have a tag location and very long bio, but this photo had neither. Then another TikToker posted a video claiming her and her boyfriend picked up Brian at Grand Teton National Park around 5.50 p.m., and this was on August 29th. He told this TikToker, whose name is Miranda, he had been camping for a few days while his girlfriend, which was Gabby. Can I just cut to the end? Anyways, what the fuck to Gabby? Gabby, <laughs> basically, Gabby died, right? They went on holiday. Gabby died uh, yep. somehow, like she's been murdered. Murdered. Yep. This guy, Brian Laundry, he comes back with Gabby's car. This is the one in the background there. And then him and his parents kind of hide out for a couple of days. And then Gabby's nowhere to be found. Then the media kind of like, they find the body. They go up to this guy's house and the parents say no comment. And then Brian Laundry leaves the scene and no one's seen the guy. And he's only issued a press release through a lawyer. So Gabby's dead, but no one's taking responsibility for it. So right now he's one of the biggest trending stories in the world. And wow. That's he is our asshole. What an asshole. What a yeah. prick. How could you do that to... F what an asshole. We don't, we don't have all the evidence. We don't know that he killed her. He could be in complete shock and then being, you know, having all this shit thrown at him by the yeah. media. He could, you know... No, he does look like an asshole. I think, not, though. I'd lock him up. Just grab him. He looks like the guy. He's a bit like David Bain. Come on. Well, I, I guess if Luke's uh, made yeah, that call, we should freaky, just respect that. This is a freaky story, guys. And um, there's actually a video on YouTube. It's like an hour-long body cam of that interaction with the cops. Um, so uh, the media and the, the sort of public access to information works very differently in the States. You know, they've released the freaking body camera footage. It's like, like an hour or something. Um of this content mm, yeah, uh, cool. very concerning in the video she mentions that she wants to become a um a youtube van lifer oh. and um yeah so uh the, the 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 body a body matching and fitting that description of uh miss petite has been recovered uh in the grand teton area and um so yeah, the, the 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 it went from a search to a recovery, and then it turned into a search again because it's a full blown manhunt looking for this guy, and um, yeah, it's very sad indeed. Well, we'll give him the asshole of the day award then. Okay, mate. Well, it's, uh, yeah. it's time now. I, for I was just um, I was thinking he's got an unfortunate last name. It's something um, to do with you know. Um, uh, you know, not airing your dirty laundry in public. Right. 
Great dad joke there. It's fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. We appreciate that, Manny. Awesome. Hey, uh, so now it's time to call KFC Papakura. You okay to dial the, the phone in there, mate? Yeah, let's have a go. Okay, here we go. Oh, good day, mate. It's Luke Dello here. How are you? How's KFC going today? You getting ready for a big day? Sorry, your line's not clear. Can you repeat that again? Oh, oh, it's Luke Dello. How's your day today? Are you preparing for a big day? Oh, I'm having a good day. Um, what is this called? Yes. Are you there? Is the manager there? Yeah. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Are you preparing for a big day? Um, it's level uh, going to level three uh, tomorrow. You must be preparing all the chickens and stuff like that. Is it? Have you got many campers outside uh, the KFC at the moment? Have I got any tenders? Campers, campers. KFC? Any campers? Any campers lined up for KFC in level three? Hey, what, what KFC have I got here, mate? Which one have I got? You're talking to Casey George Street. George Street, where? Yeah, yeah. Whereabouts in George? What, what town are you in? George Street, where? Have I got the wrong KFC? This is Casey George Street, Sydney Town Hall. Sydney? Sydney. Oh Sydney. God. Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Oh shit, mate! I'm after bloody KFC Papakura in New Zealand. Oh, sorry, buddy. Hey, how are you going anyway, buddy? Sorry about that. How are you going? How's COVID for you guys? How's COVID? It's pretty, it's pretty, it's getting all right, I guess. Is it, is it, is business picking up? Uh, I reckon it's slowing down now. It's slowing down. Oh, you poor buggers. Are you getting paid the full wage at the moment? I mean, or you, you get wage subsidies or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're just getting paid the all now. Yeah, hey, I really feel for you guys there, and um, I love Sydney and George Street there. And um, hey, what's your what's your favourite thing on the menu at the KFC at the moment? Uh, sorry, mate. We, we, what was that? Yes, now. Oh, yep, yep. Okay, mate. Um, are you are, are you what um, are you a Wog or you're a Sydney or what are you? Are you a, are you a national born Sydney person, um, or, or you're Greek or a Wog or what they call them or something like that? No, like, no, um, I think yeah, yeah. The line, the line's not clear at all. I'm not gonna, I'm not being able to hear you. Oh, okay. Um, well, we'll leave you to it. Hey, um, God bless you, peace, mate, and um, KFC, and make sure your finger looking good, eh? All good, mate. Finger yeah. finger looking Thank good. You. See you, mate. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Two messages, yikes, and OMG, fantastic. Thank you very much, mate. I, um, like uh, we said here, uh, the classic um, misdirection. Classic misdirection. Mate. Wow, that was some, like, um, that was, yeah, that was classic misdirection, the way that... Yeah. Um, there was um, very Kevin Black, um, 1987, Kevin Black, Radio Hauraki, AM. Yeah, I actually had a um, a bit of um, information coming through from the algorithm. That's actually you just committed an international crime, and um, uh, it was a race based. It was race based comedy, so I'll give you that. But um, I like what you did, and uh, I I encourage you, good sir. But um, but just be cautious there because. Um, 
you know, my friend, some people might not yeah. take too kindly. Um, just here. I tried the link from a few nights ago. I didn't work. I'm driving into Melbourne at the moment, and I watched a 10-hour live stream today of what went on. Oh, very good. Hey, mate, the live stream link, um, that changes every single night. So, uh, yeah, as we go on, because we set up Facebook events and stuff, so it changes. So I think in these comments here, uh, Jamie, you can uh, you can jump on if you want. Be Tell good. him a little link there, Thane. I'd like to see what Jamie's up to. I'm going to come over there in level two, and I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> I'm going to teach you a lesson, and I'm going to do it Jamie. on camera. You can't be beating Jamie's ass, or are you talking to me? I'm talking to you. <laughs> I had to excuse myself. Oh, that was quite funny. I love, uh, I love winding up someone on the telephone. When did you come up with the whole um, uh, calling America, or wherever you called Australia? When was that happening? Yeah, that, that now, were, you, were you not listening to the show earlier? Sophia said these guys are being watched. They will not be at KFC Papakura. They will not be. So that was a silly phone call by the producer right. that asked me to do that. Right. Okay, fair enough. I'd like yeah. to uh, just raise this point. Josh Owen says, spare a thought for the lawn warrior tomorrow. That grass is going to be long. Oh, yeah. We're praying for you, Josh. We're praying for you. Are you allowed to mow the lawn at level three? Which lawns are we talking about, Sophia? Oh, These lawns? Here he goes. <laughs> there you go. There's the real-life camping, guys, outside. No, that's... Not. Yeah, this is actually um, <laughs> this is actually a computer graphics misrepresentation, and this that is where is... the the issue with a state funded media operative um, printing fake news. This is the problem with the internet. Yes. This is fake news. This is yeah. fake news. If ever we saw it. Oh, there's just So this is t classic. Um, this is almost like a, uh, a commentary on homelessness. They, they might be saying something like, "These are this is the state of the drive-through, you know? People are living. You're saying they have an advantage? Is that what you're saying? Well, people are now living, having to live there to get, get fed, to die oh, in need. Oh, boy. Oh, Jamie, how are yeah. you? Hey, Jamie. how's it going? Sorry, I'll just turn the phone up. Yeah, how's it going? Good, oh, mate. Very yes, well. What's are you in the Mercedes tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm actually driving on the Hume Highway. Where are we? We're about, I reckon, about an hour and a half out of Melbourne. Going to pick yes. up the new Scania in the morning. Ooh, Look at you, Adam. I Adam. love you. Yeah. yeah, sorry, it's not very good lighting because I'm driving, so. You know we like to see that mullet no, when you call in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I watched the, um, like the live stream of what was going on in Melbourne today. Pretty crazy, eh? What happened? Yeah. Oh, they were, oh, they, um, the, oh, the Victorian government just pretty well fucked it all up. And yeah. um, there was a lot of hate out there, that's for sure. Yeah, mass protests. They basically, the they've basically gone ahead and done some mad stuff. Go ahead, brother. I think he's frozen there. Looks like he's frozen. Oh, 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 protesting. Have I got his or yeah, the coverage one of the best. Oh no, it should yeah, maybe we yeah, sorry. Um yeah, they walked on the Balti Bridge, shut that down and riot squad everything. It's pretty full on. There's probably about three or four thousand people there. 
Wow. What? Jamie, yeah, I've got a question for you. I've got a question yeah. for you, Luke. I called someone at the KFC a wog. Is that a racist comment? Yeah, that's racist. If you tell the wrong person they're a wog. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right. It was right. funny. I found it funny because I always, <laughs> I, yeah, between a few friends, I always joke around. But yeah, it's probably not the greatest. Okay. I had to leave the conversation, Jamie. It was it was too racist for my taste. <laughs> yeah, but he, he didn't sound like a wog, though. I think he was um, maybe Asian, we could say. Or, oh, yeah. Well, maybe One it was just Asians, a bad yeah. line. Maybe it doesn't even matter. Maybe he makes the best chicken on George Street. He sounded like yeah. a beautiful person. Yeah, no, it, yeah. He wasn't yeah, quite as nice also, as that Canadian lady last night. Oh, though. she sounded gorgeous, didn't she? God, wasn't she nice? Gorgeous. Did you catch that last night, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, I listened to a bit of that yesterday. It was good, or last night, I should say, yeah. I can't believe how long she stayed on the phone with Luke. Yeah, that was funny. That was good. You're very personable, Luke. Is that a double cab you got there, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, I can go, hold on, I'll, I don't know if I can spin the camera around on here, can I? Oh, yeah, probably can. You tell me. But yeah, there you go. I'll hold the phone up. So that's oh, yes. right. That's all my shit that'll take away off me. Yeah, there's freezer in there, and we got. I open this up here. I don't know if you can see that. That's my fridge. Oh, oh shit. wow! Couple of coldies in there, mate. Couple of four X's. Oh no! I, I try not to drink when I'm in the truck because it's a dangerous oh. game. You're like, That's I'll right. end up getting too. Oh well, I can't stop. You know, so yeah, it just keeps yeah, going right, and going. Right. Yeah. Are you a 36 wheeler or a, a 36 wheeler or a 48er? Uh, what do we got? We we got a, it's called an A double, so we can load it up to weighs in at eighty two ton, and we can load it up to fifty ton. Ooh, wow, not bad. But I'm, I'm empty at the moment, so we're we're powering on, so it's not too Happy bad. Happy ladies, if you had of that double cab, mate, come be honest with that mullet picking him up on the side <laughs> of the road. Not a family. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jamie. Yeah, sorry, mate. The wife enjoys it. But oh, I bet she does. We got too many kids to, um, yeah, and we're not allowed to carry passengers either. So, oh yeah, <laughs> that's fair enough. I wonder if Adam's on the stream. He's just had a third child. I don't know if you remember Adam from uh, last chat, and uh, he works in trucking. And he called it like what you were. He was like, "That's a Mercedes from the inside of your truck." I couldn't even see anything in your truck, and he just knew it was like that. Yeah, 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 and I was surprised at that. I don't even know what model Mercedes this thing is, so I just got given it so I drive it, you know? <laughs> yeah, can you drive almost anything, mate? Yeah, yeah, I've got licence over here to drive anything. i got a couple of... Um, i got my last licence in New Zealand, then when we moved here, I upgraded it all because I've seen um, what we call a B-double, which is like what you've got as a B-train. One of those when we first got off the plane, and I was just like, I quite like the look of that. I want to drive yeah. one of those. So. <laughs> hey, how many roos have you knocked over, mate? How many roos? Oh, there'd be a few. I think the most was about 10 in one night when I got Ooh, lost in them. Do you really feel it? Do you really feel it? No, not really. You just know when they blow your left hand light out, and you're like, oh, now I've got to fix that. Yeah, I've seen those, uh, I think it's called the truckers of Aussies, and they go and hit the roofs and they stuff up your brakes and break your gas and your air pressure shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, that's some shit. Is it? Yeah, pretty oh. much. 
But yeah, I always feel bad, so I try not to hit, hit them. The old skippy, eh? Gone, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it would be in these TARDIS, that funeral director. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, but yeah. Cameron no, says so. he can probably change the the lights to a, gif- a different colour. Oh, yeah, here we go. See, there's the brighter yeah. lights, but oh. I can't see. If we go here, I'm going to turn those ones off. <laughs> we can go here. Oh, those, here we go. We've got those ones. What do these ones do? Oh, there we go. They just slide some of that aside. Hey, oh, yeah. I don't even know. I've got Give us a big 10-4 rubber ducky on the horn, eh? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, we can wind some truckies up tonight if you want on the radio. Oh, that gets Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10-4 rubber ducky. But I, I don't know if there's, oh, there's a few around, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How do you? What do you? How do you start it off? Do you just jump on and you? Uh, you just tell them they're they're a bunch of homos or something. Okay, oh, yeah, jump, do that. <laughs> <laughs> you big double drivers are a bunch of homos. See if they say anything. Oh no, they're not. Maybe they're not interested tonight. Just say if there's any wogs out there. Oh, here we go. Is there any wogs driving tonight? <laughs> no, they're not. In, there's a few over there. They're not interested though. But to be honest with you, because it's a dual lane highway here, I yeah. Um, yeah, normally have it off because you don't need it. But I got abused by three of them last night, but that was good fun. Oh, How they know it's you? Oh, they don't. They were just trying to pass me, and I wasn't real happy when they, from where they passed me. So I put my foot down so they couldn't come round, and then, yeah, they started abusing me. So we are having a to and a fro for the next half hour while they are in front of me. That was just, That was entertaining. How are you driving for tonight there, Jamie? Uh, I've got another two hours, I think. Hour and a half or something. And you stop at the local truck stop and have a little nap and stuff like that and get back going? Or what's the story there? What's the protocol? Yeah, yeah, I just had a shower back in Glen Rowan BP. Um, Was that about, oh, just, yeah, half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago. Um, So, yeah, you go in. And most truck stops will have showers. You go and hand your truck key over, and they'll give you a shower key, and then you go in, and they, they normally have, like, a little ensuite toilet shower. Shit. Like the Coral Club. Jeepers. Yeah, someone. Wow. Well, I love that job, actually. I wouldn't mind doing that. I'd be a good truck driver. So far, I wanted to be a stripper and now a truck driver. Horrible, but yeah, some of them are horrible. Yeah, I used to be a truck some driver. Of them are- you sound like you're on a truck, Benny. That's the thing with the little RT, eh? You sound like you. I've done it. What's your, what's your road name, Jamie? What's your, what's your road name? Oh, he's frozen. Well, that um, that protest that Jamie was talking about before was the construction protest. Um, no vax, no work. And um, and also they're shutting down uh, the, the construction sector. They're calling them a pack of super spreaders, and they don't like that very much. So you'll see that is fluoro uh, lighting um, flares. Um, yeah, they reported so. a bit of violence, but yeah. Wow. It's yeah, it's a lot of people. We did 17. Oh, we're not meant to, but... 
do. What's your road name? What's your truck name? Roading oh, name, no, you know, like. Big nuts or sort of Yeah. We're breaking up. Well, um, Jamie, nice talking to you, mate. Um, tune in any time, you know, when we're on, and uh, we'll have another yarn to you. Appreciate it. Excellent. Isn't it amazing that Thanks you can... Thanks so much. That you can... Um, we've got a guy who's driving across Australia on the show. Technology's amazing, isn't it? Incredible. It's oh, very fun. I reckon yeah. we try to get a Russian on tomorrow, tomorrow's show. What do you reckon? Yeah, I agree. Why? Yeah. A Russian um, or an Eskimo. I'll try to get an Eskimo. You can't yes. call them Eskimos. Why can't you call them Eskimos? That's not the, the way. I don't think they like to be called Eskimos. That's a, that's a, that's a slag, uh, uh, not, a, not a good word to use. Well, they, oh, they're Eniwoks, aren't they? Yes. Yes, I think so they I'll are. call Eddie Walk tomorrow and ask him why they want, don't want to be called an Eskimo. Well, there you go. And, that, and, that, and that's acceptable. We can actually yeah, do I like that. that. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's considerate. And I'm yeah. also impressed that you know the other word because I wouldn't have, truth be told. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. that goes to show you know better as well. Mm. Yeah, so what's your job, Betty Mac fact finder? <laughs> yes. Excellent, guys. Well, that's the show tonight. Uh, you can watch us on Spotify and uh, all the links, YouTube, Twitch. And thank you very much for everybody participating in the comments. And uh, thanks to Chapel Bar, of course, uh, for uh, re- re-streaming us. Very nice. So you're off, um, you're off, mate? I'm off to my fishing. Thank you very much, team. Hey, love the show tonight. Are you going to record it for us? Yeah, yeah. I'll probably take the phone out. Yep, I'll Please. take the phone out. Okay. Yep. Mm. Good night, mate. Thank you very much. Bye, Bye, bye. Bye. Luke Happy Dillon. level three. Yeah, and Benny Mac, uh, another great show, mate. Thank you very much. Absolutely extraordinary. Wish I could have got my kid off and lubed myself up with baby oil, but unfortunately, we didn't have time. Maybe next week. Oh, the old days. There's still the time. Days. There's still yes, time. It's a rain, man. <laughs> It's a rain. Thank you very much, mate. Hey, also, uh, no one called our phone number, which is kind of lucky for me. Hey. Yeah, I suppose so. It would have been a hard job to juggle all of that stuff going on all at once. Michelle says, "Mm, no one answered my questions. God, I didn't. I didn't see them. Did I miss them? Were we in the middle of a conversation? We just ignored it. That sounds terrible. We wouldn't do that to you. Um, Sorry, Michelle. (laughs) Sorry, Michelle. We got really confused between the Michelles for a minute there as well. Yeah, we did. We absolutely did. Okay, um, why don't you read the uh, credits out uh, tonight, eh? And then um, we'll call it a a, a wrap. Are you ready to do this? Okay, here we go. Presenters, Thane Kirby, Sophia Mantel, Luke Dello, Benny Mack. Thanks, TikTok, Papanel Sleepwear, Chapel Bar and Bistro, and Lover Pie. And a very good evening, New Zealand. Ta-da.